Scholars Unbound is a bi-monthly podcast or video series that showcases the voices of scholars who know no boundaries when it comes to the pursuit of knowledge. You will hear insights from their experiences as international scholars and how these influence their research, hoping to inspire future scholars to be fearless, global, and unbound. I'm your host, Dalia Simangan. Hi everyone, I'm wishing all of you a happy and hopefully a pandemic-free new year. 2021 was a challenging year for most of us. And it goes without saying that this pandemic has really changed many, if not all, aspects of our lives. I can't imagine that I was only nine months into my new job back in 2019 when the news of the pandemic began spreading. That means that... Most of the time since my appointment has been under a pandemic. The uncertainties and the restrictions during this time have made opportunities and decisions more difficult for me. But I have to acknowledge here the privilege I have in being able to keep a job, in staying safe, and keeping in touch with family and friends. But I want to stay optimistic and continue appreciating the positive things around me. So for this episode, I'd like to reflect on my academic year of 2021, and I will focus on my academic accomplishments, so I apologize if my tone here is too practical and achievement-oriented. But it's a helpful reminder for me that I have worked more than enough in the last year. And it's also encouraging to revisit what goals I have ticked despite these challenges, because sometimes it's easy for the negative things to overshadow the positive ones that keep me afloat and motivated. I also encourage you to look back and either have a mental note or even better, write down the goals you have accomplished, the stuff you're proud of, your sources of joy, just in case you're doubting all the efforts that you've done. For me, I track my tasks on a daily basis, so it's quite easy for me to flip through my journal and have a visual of all the work I have done. Of course, my journal is not all about work. I also note my holidays, my travels in Japan, and other non-work activities. But then again, for the purpose of this episode, I am highlighting only my work achievements. At the start of the year, back in January 2021, I aimed to publish six working papers or journal articles, get at least one competitive grant application accepted, and write the full drafts of four papers. I'm very happy to report that I did have six journal articles published, some of which are co-authored, three grant proposals accepted, one of them is a major grant, and three papers completed. Out of these three papers, one is for a journal publication and the other two are book chapters. Speaking of book chapters, I recall that 2020 seemed like my year of writing book chapters. I'm, of course, happy to be invited by scholars I look up to and to contribute a chapter to their edited volumes. But if you follow me in this podcast, I now learn that in the past, I overcommitted to invitations and underestimated the amount of time I have for the number of tasks that needed to be done. Despite that, I'm happy to report that I have six book chapters accepted for publication. Three of those have already been published. The other two are currently under production, and the other one will be available for purchase sometime in the middle of this year. Again, I'm 
really thankful to all the editors of these volumes for the opportunity to contribute my work and putting together these volumes that I'm eager to read this year. I'm also happy to have engaged with students outside my university. It's much more convenient these days to invite guest lecturers and deliver online lectures or seminars, and also attend academic conferences, with many of these conferences having moved to either a hybrid format or a fully online format. In 2021, I delivered four guest lectures, five conference presentations, I gave three interviews, I also contributed to two seminars, and I organized 12 webinars. It's really amazing to know how these activities allowed me to collaborate internationally despite travel restrictions due to the pandemic. And in November 2021, I also gave my first ever keynote speech, and that was for the Philippine International Studies Organization's annual conference. I wish I was able to meet the conference delegates in person, also the organizers, but I'm still very thankful that I got this opportunity, this amazing experience as an early career scholar. Of course, reviewing the work of our peers is a common activity for scholars. In 2021, I did 14 journal article reviews and four thesis reviews. I know that other researchers or more senior and well-known researchers receive more invitations. But for me, last year was the year when I received the most review invitations so far. I always try to find time to review articles whenever I can, or at least review two articles per one article that I submit to a journal to somehow pay forward the reviews I receive for this mostly unpaid task of a scholar. And related to this, a special issue I co-edited finally came out early in 2021 and I started working on a special issue that will hopefully find a journal this 2022. I also must include my teaching activities and other administrative duties that are tied to my position. Last year, I taught two graduate courses plus two classes for a total of 51 teaching hours. Yes, I counted them. And of course, uh, this number doesn't include the hours for lecture preparation, for grading assignments, and mentoring students. I'm also working on two research projects, which entail managing a team. And I'm also co-chairing an international conference that will be held in March this year. Co-chairing this conference includes reviewing the abstracts, the papers, and uh, some coordination work. These numbers that I have um, noted surely don't reflect the time and effort I spent on each task. I don't have a system right now for tracking the hours I spent on a specific activity, but I think I will try this year to track my hours for my activities. The word I chose for last year was mindfulness which I wrote on the first page of my journal. I chose mindfulness because I thought I'd be able to start and sustain a meditation practice, but I wasn't able to do that because the first half of last year was truly hectic. But in retrospect, 
meditation was actually what I needed that time. And for the second half of the year, last year, I, although I became better at prioritizing my tasks, I have to admit that my goal of mindfulness kind of fell along the way. However, I think I, I stayed true to my chosen quote for the year, and that is, set thy heart upon thy work, but never on its reward. This quote is an excerpt from Bhagavad Gita, and it was a helpful reminder for me throughout the year that the fruits of my work are not the only goals. More importantly, it's about the process of learning. That's why I'm also thankful for the lessons I learned from the many rejections I received last year, including uh, for three journal articles and three funding opportunities. I also learned to be okay with incomplete tasks, as long as, of course, they are not in the way of other people's tasks, and that it's okay not to rush, to be content with what I can do, and stop pushing myself at the cost of my health and well-being. That's why for this year, I chose the word calm, to be calm amidst change and chaos within me and with others. As we celebrated the new year, we also lost a peace and human rights icon, Archbishop Desmond Tutu. As a peace researcher, I want his words to guide me for this year. I always say to people, remember, the sea is actually made up of drops of water. That what you do where you are is of significance. His message is my quote for this year because it speaks to our courage in changing the world and also the faith we have in the work that we do that no matter how small they seemingly are, they can still make a change. And on a more personal level, it's also inspiring to be reminded that every small step I take moves me forward to my goals, or at least it's a learning experience moving forward. And this is the mindset I'd like to take with me as I look back to last year and tread the path of this year. I can't wait to plan my year ahead with flexibility in mind so that I'll be ready for change and also with intentionality so that I will always be anchored on my sources of joy. As of January, I'm hoping to publish two papers and five book chapters, complete six working papers, and submit two grant applications this year. And as for this podcast, the episodes for the first half of the year will focus on practical guidelines about book publications. You will be hearing from both authors and editors about the process of securing a book contract, writing the book proposal, writing the book itself, and promoting it after publication. And for the second half of the year, I will be launching the first Scholars Unbound program that will cover topics from writing practices, journal publications, and grant proposals. If you'd like to be a part of the first cohort of this free professional development program, you can signify your interest by filling out the form at daliasimangan.com slash scholarsunbound so that you will receive the latest updates about this program. 
How about you? What are the things you are proud of from last year? And how do you plan for a new year? Do you have specific academic goals or a quote or a word for the year? I'd love to hear from you. You can always send me an email at scholarsandbound at gmail.com or join our Facebook group. Until then, stay fearless, global, and unbound. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please consider leaving a comment or rating at iTunes or any of your preferred podcast hosting platforms. For details about upcoming episodes and how to support the Scholars Unbound project, visit daliasimangan.com slash scholarsunbound with the link in our show notes.